This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Welcome back to Everyday Ish Podcast. I go by the name Moses. You go I, by the name. Pretty teach. You're looking to all things uh, health, wellness, and uh, culture awareness. Uh, we'll and entertainment. About, yeah, all that shit. And uh, P.S. Bullshit. <laughs> and, um, welcome back. We back. This, this the uh, Live 5 episode. Live 5. Too bad we ain't gonna be live today. So <laughs> <no>. <laughs> Maybe, maybe so. Just for a little not. bit. Maybe a little bit. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we did just pop a little <laughs> bottle of the old Cook Rooks. <laughs> <laughs> Get that bitch-ass Rick Snyder out of there. You know? <laughs> we say a little a mini prayer, you know, if y'all don't know. Today was a, uh, Michigan's uh, primary election. Mm-hmm. Did you vote? Me neither. All right, let's keep them open. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's hilarious. Hey. That's that's hilarious. Hey, it's like, no, nah, what, what movie is that? Though? He was like, you ever seen Titanic? She's like, no. He's like, me neither. You want to fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Really? No. Nah. Yeah, I watched some sick shit. I was right. say, I don't think I've seen that one. Did you, did you have a good weekend? <laughs> <laughs> Not that one. <laughs> I don't know about that one. I, I sometimes like most of the time things ring a bell, but that one that one <laughs> didn't for me. I'm sorry. What? Oops! Goddamn! No, it's, it's fine. I maybe I need to see it. You I, know? Mean, I think yeah, maybe shit. It sounded like it was hype. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my weekend. Uh, oh yeah, my weekend. Uh, Mm. Mm. <laughs> I really have to work on like my attitude towards people when they don't fall through mm-hmm. with what they're supposed to fall through with. Okay. Like we had a plan and we were supposed to go on a date. Friendly date or not. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. What's up, Lynn? What's up, boo? Uh my bad. Oh, I'm you live. Wow. Um, couldn't couldn't <laughs> say anything. Huh? Sorry. Um yeah, I was supposed to go on a date, you know. I didn't get my hair cut. I, I cleaned out my car. Ooh. I went and washed my car out. Yes, I mean, yes. off. The whole nine. Put the wax on it. Wax mm-hmm. on, wax off. Mm-hmm. And this motherfucker, oh. I pull up. Mind you, and you know, 94 is closed. Yes, going it is. East. Yes, it is. Everything is Everything closed. Everything fucked east. up, yeah. <laughs> on the weekends. Mm-hmm. She lives in Harper Woods, bro. Had to take eight miles from West Side of Drive and Schaefer area. Yeah, yeah. It's eight mile and fuck bitch nigga woods. <laughs> I get there. I'm, I'm calling her. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> I get no response. So then I check her friend uh, location because we sharing location and shit. Okay. So I see he at the Dairy Queen. So I'm like, okay, well, maybe at Dairy Queen. Mm-hmm. I took the kids with some ice cream. It was a little hot that day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He pulled up without her. I said, uh. <laughs> he said, well, the good good news is she's here. <laughs> okay. Bad news is she's asleep and the doors are locked and we're locked out. Wow. I went home. Because <laughs> maybe that was God was like, you was probably going to spend a lot of money on this day. Possibly. And you don't need to. Possibly. So, bro, I can't, you can't hop in my live. I'm, I'm recording. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I got to have some, some cool God <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn, I love you, though. But uh, Sunday, I don't know what I did Sunday. Okay. Oh, I ended up going out with her Sunday. Oh. And the friend and his boyfriend. Oh. But uh, I ain't going to say what I did. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. And I went to was it was it a nice time? The fucking waitress waiter yeah. smelled like a bag of dogs, bro. Like just a whole bag of them bitches. And he kept leaning over. I'm like, it was a man. Like, bruh. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you know how the fair-skinned people uh, tend to <laughs> smell like a bag of dogs, preferably wet dogs. And, um, that's like the <laughs> that's like the standard. Everybody knows that. If if you ever come across a black person that smells like a wet dog, they some trifling ass motherfuckers. <laughs> like they like surpass the crackhead trifling. Like <laughs> like cause some crackheads be okay. Mm-hmm. I'm some fucked up shit. How was your weekend, man? Because mine was some bullshit. Um, mine wasn't bad. Um, I was extremely tired. Like, same. My week. It might be because I've been going to the gym every day. Mm. Um, you trying to pump, pump, pump it up? Yeah, you know I got some things coming <laughs> up. You know what I'm saying? Trying to get a little plump out here, a little more whoopty whoops. Um, but yeah, <clears throat> I I've been real tired. Like, t- like, physically tired. You know what I'm saying? You're exhausted. Not even exhausted, but just, like, I feel like it's just... Body weary. It's just... <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> it's just, like, sit down somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, just sit the fuck down. That's cool. And, but, like, on Sundays, I get home so damn late. I don't get no sleep. So Monday morning, I be at work, like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's pretty much how I felt <laughs> this Monday. Like, mm. what the fuck? But you know, you gotta push through. Yeah, so you gotta, gotta do. push through. Um, so mm. with that being said, <laughs> with that Keep being said, trucking. we gonna truck it and touch it. <laughs> that's like I don't like that. It'd be, <laughs> it be real weird sometimes. <laughs> It's okay. I don't like that. No, um, for uh, TJ's touch today, mm-hmm. um, I came across this little article. Ooh. Um, I was thinking about, you know, me being tired and maybe why, or you know what I'm saying, what's causing me to, you know, move so much and mm-hmm. not sit down, you know what I'm saying, type shit. So, I found this article from entrepreneur.com. And the, is this called a heading? Is that what they're called? The title? Whatever. It says, six lessons from, <laughs> it's kind of deep for a title. Anyway, six lessons from Madam C.J. Walker, <laughs> America's first black self-made female millionaire. Okay. Okay, Madam. Self-made female millionaire. First black. I thought that was hype. So I said, oh, <laughs> see what this is about. Um, so uh, we're going to go through the, the six. Running through the six. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, the first one is you have strength you don't even realize. One of Walker's best known quotes is I got my start by giving myself a start. I said, Damn. <laughs> That resonated with you, huh? Yeah, I said, <laughs> damn. Okay, okay, let's see what else this is about. I kept strong. Solving a problem for yourself can fix something for others. Start with self. Boom, boom. <laughs> I love that quote. Everything starts with self. The next one she said was, you can reinvent yourself. Bitches do that shit every day on IG. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't think that's really called that. Kim K. Mm-hmm. That's the Kim K way. <laughs> <laughs> what type of reinvent do she be doing? <laughs> well, um, <laughs> well, if you want to know, <laughs> she went from a personal assistant to getting fucked on camera, okay. blew up. Okay. Um, Help me understand the levels. Lead a dick out my face. Uh <laughs> I'm going to be a mom. <laughs> now she's a mother. Okay. A wife. I guess. And a business woman. That's a valid point. Okay. Yeah. You can reinvent yourself. She did because most people don't even know she was a personal assistant. 
most people nowadays, the kids are covering up for, you know, Ray J's penis being inside of her multiple times for hours. Multiple times for hours. And they was going to get lunch and everything. Y'all remember that shit? Y'all know y'all saw that shit? Woo woo. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't see it. Shut up. I ain't see that. You I see seen the, like clips, but I didn't see. You ain't see the whole thing. That shit was boring. I got you. You got to rewrite fast forward. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see R. Kelly shit? No, <laughs> no. Were, were you sheltered or? Uh, Did yeah, you know? my mom and daddy <laughs> wasn't playing that type of shit. All right, hey, I was. You ain't never sneaking. <laughs> I saw the R. Kelly shit on VHS. Yeah, my auntie had it, but I could never get a hold my of it. My stepdad had it. Just went up in their room like, pop, boom, <laughs> boop. <laughs> said, nah, he really pee on her? Fast forward. That shit, nah, that shit was some boring shit. When I say this nigga took about, I say about a good half of the video was him setting up that damn camera. <laughs> no. Reinvent, reinvent your, your, uh, your, your. <laughs> no, no, no. Reinvent your frames, y'all. Get Make sure y'all get them right. Next, <laughs> next we have collaborate with people who believe in your vision. Support your fucking friends. Maybe. Mm. I feel like it helps. Would you want to collaborate with somebody who, you know what I'm saying, really didn't? Yeah, but they got to be on some Drake and Forty sh- down shit. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of people that I done ran across. I'm like, yeah, man, you dope. I want to work with you, mm-hmm. help you out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then they see, like, this shit ain't no hoe. Yeah. They be like, shit, well, the first go wrong, <laughs> I'm out of here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They just got to be yeah. down there starving more than you are. Mm-hmm. I think they got to overly believe in you. They got to believe in you more than you believe in yourself for people to stay around. Mm. Yep. This, mm. Mm-hmm. Whoa. This, I'm sorry. I was reading. It says, uh, though Walker started out as a one-woman operation, it didn't It didn't last. Wait. Oh, it didn't. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> it didn't last that way very long. With the, is it Leela College of Beauty Culture? She was dedicated to training women who could be ambassadors for her brand. By 1999, she had 25,000 Walker agents across the country who had gotten diplomas from the school. Okay. Shout out to that. You knew that? Mm. <laughs> this bitch right here. Anyway. <laughs> the she next one. Let's see you gave out diplomas. Yeah, man. 25,000 of them hoes. Damn. Right. Damn, son. Right. <laughs> where'd, you, where'd you find this? That's hype, though. <laughs> I really didn't know that. Shout out to Madam. Auntie Madam. Madam. The next... Uh, we're on number three? Nope. Huh? We're on five. Oh, damn. Where have you been? <laughs> anyway. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. Okay. Okay, man. See? You still... Look. Anyway, <laughs> invest in yourself. Invest in yourself. I believe that. How much money did she have? She was a fucking... What? No, I'm saying to start out though, like, mm-hmm. what what year was this? Hold on, fam. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not designed like a timeline. You feel me? It's I'm just, just saying. It's though. just quotes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> from what she from what she said, like. <laughs> I mean, I ain't gonna um, get a little backstory. It do, it do say uh, she invested ten thousand out of her own pocket to open the Walker Manufacturing Company, making her the lone shareholder of the opera- I'm, operation. I'm saying, though, Miss Madam, where did you get that money from in the 1800s? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, motherfucker was a millionaire, low key. <laughs> How did it start? This it's a okay. good question. Listen, oh, they doing a documentary on her. Maybe we'll find Maybe out. Maybe we'll find out in the next episode. Because I need to know. Of Madam. Dragon Ball Madam. CJ Walker. <laughs> 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 and the last 
was support your opportunity. Hold on, man. Mm-mm. She said, I'm, I'm reading this little uh, madamcjwalker.com. Mm-hmm. Working for as little as $1.50 a day, she managed to save enough money to educate her daughter. Hold on, fam. Let's, let's scroll down some more. How did... What? Well, how did... Ten bands. <laughs> In Ten your hands. Hundred bands. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it, man. She did it first, shit. Damn. She did it first. That mean I can do it, too. Mm. Psych. Inflation is a bitch. <laughs> well, I thought those were some really great uh, things to, you know, for those of you out there that are maybe uh, attempting to, I don't know, start businesses, follow your dreams, <sighs> meet people. I don't I don't know. But, you know, I thought those were some great. Fuck Netflix and chill. What's your net, net, net worth? Exactly. Get your ass on up and out and get shit done. Stop going to Everest. And we going to take a break right there. Y'all listen to every <laughs> Everyday-ish podcast. <laughs> what up, though, Detroit? This your girl, Moses. I want y'all to come down to Club Truth Detroit on East 8 Mile for FMBDZ's album release party. We got Comic J. Will hosting. I'm the special guest. And we also have Mahogany Blue as a special guest. And guess what? They giving away Yeezys and Yays. Whew. Hey, I'm going to be in the building. I hope y'all come out. I'm going to have pre-sale tickets. Get at me. Follow me at underscore I am Moses to get y'all pre-sale tickets. I hope to see y'all on August 31st at Club Truth Detroit. Hey, guys. It's Aisha from Am I the Only One. I hope you guys can come visit our live podcast, which will be taking place in Detroit on September 8th. That's a Saturday from 2 to 6 p.m. at Our Vodka Detroit. The tickets are $10, and you can pick them up at one. Dot org. We will see you guys there. Yo, yo, yo. What's up? What's up? It's time to get bit. No, I'm talking shit. Each and every Sunday, each and every Sunday, Pretty Tease, the one woman show, I'll be hosting at D Tribute Lounge. Make sure y'all come out. 18830 Woodward. That's the address. It's $5 before 11 o'clock. Uh, bring your, bring your everything. Bring your beverages. Bring your hookahs. They got food on deck. We got vendors. Make sure you come down. D Tribute Lounge each and every Sunday, hosted by your boy, girl, Pretty Things, the one woman show. Let's get it. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Moses. I'm here to tell y'all y'all need to come out to the Smokers Brunch, August 25th. All my smokers come out. If you don't smoke, we got stuff for you. We got unlimited mimosas for the 25 bar. I don't know where you're going to get these delicious mimosas from, except for the Smokers Brunch. It's a low-key event. You can find the tickets on Eventbrite. Just look up, search the Smokers Brunch. You'll find them there. Tickets start at $10. We have packages. Um, we have bottle specials. It's going to be a very, very, very nice event. It's presented by myself and Healing Holistics House. And we're going to get it cracking on the west side of Detroit. The location will be dropped the day of the event. What's up? What's up? We back. What's up, my man? <laughs> I didn't ask for <laughs> backup singer today. I'm sorry. My bad. I'll pencil you in next <laughs> I kinda, time. <laughs> I did kind of hop right on that. My fuck. Anyway, though, <laughs> we have uh, a dear friend of mine in the, the building, in the stoop Go by the name of Aisha. Mm-hmm. She's a blogger slash mm-hmm. podcaster herself, okay? Mm-hmm. And, you know, she a PR pro. If y'all know what PR is, y'all <laughs> y'all going to find out, <laughs> <laughs> you know, for the slow ones in the back. But I'm going to let y'all public. Yep. Um, That's the one. Hey, girl. Hey. What's going on? Nothing. Thank y'all for having me. Oh, thanks No for doubt. Niggas is ignorant. Just don't mind it. I'm just kidding. Okay, I'm sorry. Not a problem. <laughs> Ignorance. So you just came back in in, uh, in the country. Yes, I did. I was traveling in Mexico. Mm, must be nice, girl. How was oh, that I paid sun? on that all year. So it wasn't like I dropped money yesterday. That was a payment plan trip. Okay. <laughs> month to month. Something about this suntan ain't cheap. <laughs> Yeah, you are a little, little Michelle Obama-ish. Oh, oh, you mean like my outfit or the tan? Both. 
Get it in. Because <laughs> the tan is real. I got real, real, mm-hmm. real dark out there. Mm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I love niggas get adjusted. That shit's hilarious. Move up. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so... Okay, we got you in the building. Yes. Um, <laughs> thank God. Amen. Because, you know, we, we we did a lot of shit for you today. Oh, I appreciate yep. it so much. We didn't. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so I was looking like, we did? <laughs> it's like, we did? Wait, okay. But now we're going to slide to the player circle. Uh, since we have Aisha here, we're going to talk about what's not player. Okay. In the terms of uh, being a young professional and... Uh, yeah. Um. Let's see, you know, if y'all didn't know, young professionals are anywhere between 20s and, like, I would say mid-30s. Now, if you, like, 36, you old as fuck. Okay. You can't be young no more, okay? Yeah, you know know better. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You seasoned. I like that. I like seasoned. Lawrence. (laughs) I was about to say that, too. That's for twins. (laughs) So, (laughs) So I had, I put, I actually did quite a bit of research. I was really trying to find out. What's the percentage of like black young professionals mm-hmm. in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, as opposed to white young professionals? Mm-hmm. Um, and black, how many of the black population are young professionals as opposed to they're not? Yeah, yeah. like yeah. blue collar. Um, or they just don't have a job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or too. they're not educated. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. I couldn't find shit, y'all. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Shout out but to everybody I, that's tuning in. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Uh, Shout out to everybody on the live tuning in. Hey, y'all. Hey. So, Send us um, some questions. And yeah, sh- please. Yep. Tap in. Tap in. Um, but I did find something. Um, and it was like young professionals were 28% of the professional workforce, which is about 17 million professionals. Mm-hmm. And, uh, shit, I fucked up. <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> Damn. <sighs> The cook rooks. Okay, yeah, that's why I was uh, trying to bring it back. Okay, but it was like 50-something percent of the U.S. population Mm -hmm. were, like, young professionals. And Mm -hmm. I think we comprise somewhere between, uh, I want to say, like, 5 and 12. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Um, But it was a lot of people, like, in Michigan specifically, Mm. That were not educated, mm-hmm. didn't have a high school diploma, like a large percentage. I want to say higher than fifty, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, as opposed to those that are young professionals, I just want to know, you know, what y'all thought about that. You know how to. Mm-hmm. I'm. I think it's sad. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> especially because the school systems are getting uh, diminished. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And they are kind of pushing our kids to. Not be in school and mm-hmm. not be educated. Uh, what you think about that, Ish? I mean, that's an accurate depiction of what um, black professionals make up of the professional world, I think. Um, I mean, it's just we just don't make up a lot of the like the statistics when it comes to um, corporate America. I mean, I think that just plays a lot into education. That plays a lot into like who came before us. Like we're some of the first generations to be in the corporate America. Our parents worked in factories and things like that. So we are the first group of people to um, to step into those spaces and things like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's the accurate depiction. It sucks, but I mean, that's the reality of it. I think in terms of Michigan, we just don't have the opportunities that young professionals are looking for. Like when I was living in like Chicago, I was going on job interviews like every day mm-hmm. for and just because there are jobs there. Mm-hmm. Um, but here it was much it's much harder for me to find a job because Absolutely. I mean it depends on the industry you're in, but me working in PR, the the advertising agencies and the PR agencies aren't here. They're in Chicago, New York, LA, mm-hmm. um in and, and, and those um in those cities. So a lot of the jobs aren't here and I mean, there aren't as much, many, like, fun things to do for young professionals as there are in other cities. Like, you know, a lot of companies have 
festivals and things like that, like in a city, I hate to keep comparing it to Chicago, but like Chicago is if something happening every single weekend there, like it's kind of overwhelming sometimes mm-hmm. how much stuff is going on there. It's like, okay, I ain't got no money no more. I got to go home <laughs> for the weekend. There's nothing else to do. I mean, I can't do anything, but here, um, it's not as much, but you know, as I get, as I'm getting older, that's fine for me because I don't need to be everywhere all the time. <laughs> but like, you know, just straight out of college, I, you can tell that big difference. And mm-hmm. I'm glad I did get that experience going to a, a bigger city. But I just think that the, um, a lot of companies aren't looking here in terms of like sponsored events and campaigns and things like that for like, that I geared towards, um, like young professionals for us to be like, there's stuff for us to do in addition to the job. So I think mm-hmm. that plays a big part to it. Yeah, definitely. Michigan is, you can't, <clears throat> you, either you go to high school or you're not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> either way, come to this plant. <laughs> Period. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. And if you want to get a desk job, maybe quicken. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's it. Yeah. yeah. Honestly. It's definitely more difficult to, like you were saying, to find like opportunities in Michigan, especially Detroit alone. Like most people don't even work in Detroit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They work on the outskirts of Detroit. You know what I'm saying? And I it's never like had a job in Detroit. I don't think anybody here had a job in Detroit. I worked downtown. Oh, I did. I did have a job in Detroit. I, I mean, worked for the DMC. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of companies now are coming downtown because they see all the things. And it's a competition now. It's like, oh, this company downtown, I'm coming downtown yeah, too. Like, yeah. you know, everybody wants to be the first to do that thing. Mm-hmm. But it's like, we've been waiting for a long time for this. Like, don't try to do it now, mm-hmm. you know. But I, I think mean, that plays a big part into it. I mean, why not do it now, though? You for sure. It's but like, it's. I think it's more of like a competition thing now rather than you're trying to do the right thing, you know. I think mm-hmm. it's more of like people want to be the first mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. do it and want to get that credibility and want to have that title rather than, like, there have been black professionals who've been trying to live here for years and trying to make a living here for years. Now you're just trying to come here now because you want to make money, you know? Of course. <laughs> of course. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. shit, it's, all, it's a money game. Yes. Yeah. And we ain't getting none of that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so how we going to shift the culture? That's what I was to say. We got to bring it back somehow, though, man. It's tough. See, you know, in in the legato world, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I for sure see a lot of black people open up businesses, but mm-hmm. they're not quote unquote young professionals. Yes, or yes. Can we talk? Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> let's get it. <laughs> oh, let's, let's do it. Get it. Okay, <laughs> you gotta be a professional to be a young professional. Okay, <laughs> like if you have a service, a product, a <laughs> Event. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Be a professional. It doesn't matter who you're giving it to. It doesn't matter who, you know what I'm saying? Like, the customer comes first. You don't come before your customer. And I think a lot of people our age or young professionals forget that. Like, bro. Detroit hairstylist. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Let's just well, call it how it is. Let's just call it All these posts I see from these young ladies <laughs> talking about how service Live is it. terrible. <laughs> they got to come washed. What is that? I'm surprised that we're just that? not having these conversations. I've been saying <laughs> this for a long time. I'm no, this like, is real. This is I really just don't real. get it. Like, it's really not real. making any sense at but all. Even, even any product, though. Like, I feel like, you know what I'm saying? As females. Everybody's selling plates. <laughs> But can we get some type of structure going? Like, can there be some type of levels of professionalism? Like, everybody can't be a professional, and that's just what it is. Like, if you can't be a professional, don't don't be a professional. I think you need to switch your words up. Okay, what? I think nobody has subscribed as subscribed to being a professional. Uh I think people have subscribed themselves as. A money getter. Or, uh-huh. Yeah. I won't even call him entrepreneur. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. A money getter. Understood. Understood. You're, you're slacking in the pockets. Yeah. Yeah. Let me figure out Something what is. what uh, what Madam uh, C J Walker say. Yeah. Um. <laughs> people, you, you got strengths you don't know about. Oh yeah. Um, I can whip something up in the kitchen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let me get these plays going. But Turn I'm saying though, use it to <laughs> your advantage. Like, don't you know what I'm saying? provide terrible service because that's really what it boiled down to i feel like especially with the hairstylists like you you want you nothing without your customers like yeah if you ain't doing no hair how you making no money so why would you want to you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. provide this terrible service to your money getting like that don't make no sense to me yeah people, you know what i'm saying i think they're selfish and um and considerate and uh some commonplace <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I'm I just think because there's a lot of people in the city that don't want to even think about them crossing eight mile type shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, I'm cool where I'm at. You gonna come get your hair done or you not. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I know you gonna come because yeah. I be fucking your hair up. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I think people know, a lot of people in Detroit know their worth, mm-hmm. but they don't know what they're worth. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of people when it comes to entrepreneurship the one thing that I always tell people is like go work for somebody else first because then you'll yes, le- then you'll yes. learn what you don't want to put up with then you'll America. learn how to run your business by, based off job. of yeah seriously like, get, get a, a job. job in corporate America because then you'll know like and you'll feel it right and you'll understand, <laughs> you'll understand. yeah you'll get it and then you <laughs> can take those <laughs> tips back to your own business like what you want to see what you don't want to see yeah. what it's like to work under somebody that act like a tyrant or you know yeah. or somebody that you know, doesn't have empathy for people or somebody who's unprofessional, then you'll realize what it's like to deal with that type of people. Yeah. Then you'll learn how to run a better business. But if you don't have that, you just based it off of what you see other people doing, then, you know, yeah. rather, rather than actually being in that environment, yeah. then you may not actually have the tools to run an efficient yeah. and sustainable business. Facts. And you, yeah. I mean, you got those customers or, you know what I'm saying, those people who are going to give you problems and all that or who might not be the best to work with, but it's just like... That's your job as an entrepreneur, as a young professional, you know what I'm saying, as whatever you claim it to be, to figure it out. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. not it's not go to war with the customer. Like, I feel like that's where people, you know what I'm saying, lose it at. Like, for me, like, I got a whole bunch of stuff I want to start doing, but I haven't done it yet because I know I'm lacking in certain areas. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, be able to admit that. Like, yeah. maybe I ain't the best, you know what I'm saying, yeah. at this and just be willing to work on that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's just like. It's the, everything starts with self, man. Yeah, yeah. I keep like, saying it. <laughs> like uh, this cafe, uh, mm. my business partner about to uh, open up. I don't. I never worked in food yeah. uh, service yeah. at all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I knew we were about to eventually open up this cafe. So mm-hmm. it's like I know people that you know are cooks or whatever, mm-hmm. chefs, blah blah. blah. So mm-hmm. I've been working for them. You know, I don't like. I, People probably be like, I ain't doing that shit. What if somebody see me and I'm a waitress mm-hmm. and this and that, blah, blah, blah. You know, I had to you gotta my learn pride. Yeah, you feel yeah, me? You yeah. got to yeah. learn a business. Yeah. And that's low key um, how Waffle House operate. You can't go and buy a Waffle House. Mm-hmm. You got to start from the bottom Started from the bottom. and work your way yeah. up. That's hype, though. It only makes that's sense. Like, it makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Like, yeah. you yeah. can't. I, how am I going to bitch at you for something that you did wrong? And I don't even know if you're really doing it wrong. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like you can't just jump into being a hairstylist. Like, work under somebody first. Right. Learn what it's like to be uh, be be mm-hmm. the person, the intern, the mm-hmm. you know, learn how to be all those positions. The secretary, exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then you'll know how to run like a three six a business three sixty. You know. Well, what what do y'all think is? Uh, well, I guess Detroit or Michigan or what do you think could. I don't know, I guess help out young professionals or what what is what's what's missing for that demographic? Like, is there something that we need to better ourselves and X, Y, and Z? Or yeah. it's just like it is what it is and it's just <laughs> it is what it is. No, I think the opportunities, like I think that's really what it is. Like in order to get more professionals here, like in Michigan or Detroit, like we just need more companies coming, like more companies that people actually want to work for. Like everybody doesn't want to work for Quicken. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, people want to do other things, people want to do other stuff, but we can't have that we don't have those opportunities or the, you know, or the opportunity to seek out those jobs because they aren't here. Like, I have to go somewhere else. I have to go to another city to do what I want to do. Some people want to work in fashion. I mean, I know there's Michigan Fashion Week and, and opportunities like that, but that's only one time a year, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, what can what can sustain me, you know, all throughout the year, a job, like, where maybe I'm passionate about that I can work, um, that I can work at it all year and actually, like, pay for my lifestyle. I don't have to be expensive, but, you know, like pay mm. for pay for what I want to do. So I think more opportunities, more jobs. But I think we'll get there. It may not happen by the time that we're still young professionals. You know, it'll happen like maybe 10 years from now or so. Um, and I'm going to do a shameless book. Um, because we need more opportunities for like uh, more 
more spaces like Am I the Only One that talks about like those, the struggles of the young professionals. So we have that support system and um, and we can like ask each other questions and things like that about like navigating, you know, the corporate world and things like that because we're the first people to, to be in, like to do some of these things and we don't know what to do. Like I don't know how to tell my boss, my white boss that doesn't look like me that I don't know if she really had my back or not, like mm-hmm. that I'm not feeling something. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> like the ready. Hell no. Like the <laughs> exactly so you know like how do I like how do I say those how do I ask for a negotiator raise without being like you know looking at as being greedy or something like that you know mm-hmm. so we need like those those spaces and and things like that definitely I mean I just joined an organization at uh, my job it's the uh, Fiat Chrysler African Ancestry mm-hmm. Network Ooh. long ass name <laughs> <laughs> yes um, but it's like they divided up into like people call SRs or like system responsibles or mm-hmm. um so like they all have like ten mentees. Mm-hmm. So we get together once a month. Right mm-hmm. now it's like driven off of this book. Um I forgot the name of the book. Wonderful. <laughs> um but <laughs> we get together and we just like it's kinda like a a a free and open space for us to learn the FCA rule book as my mentor called it like mm-hmm. how to okay. operate within the rule book being black mm-hmm. yeah. um, so it's like questions like uh like one lady had you know people say say you know I look uh unapproachable sometimes you know but mm-hmm. I really just be chilling you know yeah. what I'm saying and I'm you know we know that's the rest and bitch, fa- bitch face you yeah. know what I'm saying yeah. <laughs> is she black Pretty much everybody okay, has black got it. Okay, yeah. okay, sure. Everybody's got yeah. it. Yep, yep. And it's like, you know, well, how do I do this and blah, blah, blah. Or how, like, if we're in a meeting or whatever and um, somebody just say something that's just off the wall or something yeah. or, like, give me a go that's, like, really unattainable or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I kind of draw back and be like, nigga, what? You know what I'm saying? In my face. Like, how do I navigate that, you know what I'm saying, and yeah. look more accepting or something? Yeah. Type shit. yeah. What I told her was, this is what I've been practicing on. You just smirk. <laughs> just smile. Just do a little that's bit. wonderful, Austin. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, for real, that's why I like that. You know? Yeah. And then I just, you know, tap in with my boss. Like, you know, there's some wood shit, right? <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. but some people don't even have that boss to be like exactly. nudge. I'm like, oh my god, yeah. Exactly. And I'm blessed. Like me and each, we I went to Kendra Lamar concert with my boss. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nigga, 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 everywhere. Right, right, right. <laughs> right, right. Though, and that's amazing. You know, that's so. another point too, though. Like, if you do like working, you know, what I'm saying corporate America, or you know, what I'm saying have a job where you're working with somebody like close with your supervisor or your boss. It's hard to have that good relationship, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. with them. Like, I just, like, at my job, we just switched teams, meaning. <laughs> so um, I was on a team called Jacksonville. Um, I, I don't really want to talk about what I do, but <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. But, um, I okay, I work with medical claims. So my team, I'm getting switched to a different, like, payer, basically, like, mm-hmm. Um, I was working with Medicare HMO payers. Now I'm working with all commercial. But on my new team, I don't like my supervisor. On my last team, I loved my supervisor. She was one of us. <laughs> she wasn't one of us, but she was one of us. You know, understand okay. what I'm saying? So it was just like her vibe, you know what I'm saying? You can't really find that everywhere. Mm-hmm. And that can make it difficult to want to stay in corporate, corporate America, To yeah. you know what I'm saying? Even want to start your own, you know what I'm saying, business. Because it's like, well, damn. Is that how I'm going to be? You know what I'm saying? Like an irritating-ass supervisor or irritating-ass boss. But it's just like, I think, you know what I'm saying? Like you being in that program, I think it starts with stuff like that. Like I was also doing something like that at CAS. Um, called the, it was with the Future Project. And we kind of branched off. Uh, my friend Chris Horn, the original Dreamers, we kind of branched off from the future, the future Project and started the original Dreamers and working with kids. You know what I'm saying? Kids in high school, that um, ninth to 12th grade, of course. Um that, you know what I'm saying, want to be involved in the communi- community. And we did, like, projects with the school. We had a, a dream day where we had, like, performers and stuff uh, come to the school. 
Um, we had games and food and all type of stuff, but it was at like the end of the year, you know what I'm saying, type of celebration type of thing. But all throughout the year, we had did so many projects through the school and, you know what I'm saying, through the program. So I think as like young people like us, you know what I'm saying, young entrepreneurs or people, you know what I'm saying, want to <laughs> be involved or make a difference, I think, you know what I'm saying, it could start there too. Like, yeah. Definitely branch off and find something, some type of program or some type of, you know what I'm saying, youth to be a part of, and you know what I'm yeah. saying? I think that could, that, create that, could that shit up. Yeah, or that that too. Uh-huh. That too. That's what I'm saying. With the original Dreamers, Chris, he, you know what I'm saying, it was a situation with the Future Projects. He was like, you know what I'm saying, I ain't fuck with them niggas. We about to do this original Dreamer shit. And, you know what I'm saying, he, he, in, he in Ohio now. He started in uh, Detroit, now he in Ohio with the kids. You know what I'm saying? That's, it's beautiful. So, yeah, I'm, I be looking for stuff like that to do, you know what I'm saying? All yeah, around it, you know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned I am the only one. Yes, ma'am. Give us a little, 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 background. A little background. A little background. Am I the only one? Where did um, it start? Who, who, who's a part of it? What is it? Where, <laughs> are where you we the going? only one? Yeah, I was. <laughs> are I'm, we the only I'm one? I'm not the <laughs> only one. But um, am I the only one? It was started by myself and my co-blogger Tamika Jackson, mm. who is in Chicago. I started with her when I was living in Chicago, and like, um, I, it was maybe not maybe a year after I graduated college, and mm. like, I couldn't find a job, she couldn't find a job, like, and we, I mean, we were going on interviews, but like, we was getting no, 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 mm. all these no's, and we was just like, okay. When then when we finally got the jobs, we were just having struggles with like, you know, just getting adjusted, being like the only black person, mm-hmm. or you know, the one of the only youngest people in um in the office and things like that. We both work in PR too. Um, so we started Am I the Only One, like a blog to kind of like highlight the trials and tribulations of being like a young professional, mm-hmm. um, someone who was like navigating just the adult hole in general. And we don't talk about just career stuff, although that is what we focus on a lot. We talk about entrepreneurship. We talk about dating. We talk about traveling, all the stuff that like people our age are interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, so we started that and we um, post blogs um, twice a month. Once, twice a month, and then we do um, a monthly podcast. Now, we just started the podcast this year, so we, it's just kind of like an audio version of our blog. Mm-hmm. Um, if we had a couple of events within, like, the second year of us having the blog, we had two in Detroit last year, two in Chicago last year, mm-hmm. um, and we did had our first live podcast in Chicago um, in June where we just um, talked about all the things that we talk about during on the podcast, but we just invited a couple guests, some movers and shakers in the city um, to join our panel and have those conversations with us about these different topics and learn about their background. Mm. So now we're having our live podcast in Detroit, which I'm so excited about, on September 8th, um, and it'll be at mm-hmm. Our Detroit um, Vodka, which is in Southwest Detroit. Mm-hmm. They gonna have a drinks on deck, so Ooh, okay. So make sure okay. <laughs> make sure y'all dope. come get, get that. Yeah, and the tickets are ten dollars. Mm-hmm. They'll be at amitheonlyone.org, um, which I think is a really good price. Ten dollars for a ticket, and you get a gift bag with sponsor items. We have mm-hmm. like um, some little gifts in there, mm-hmm. which will be cool. And then we have like a great lineup that's joining like the conversation. We have um, Brittany Adams, who is. Um, the founder of Purpose Planner. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're familiar with Purpose Planner, it's an amazing stationary um, company that she created. And it's more than just like a planner. It's like, you know, she talks about health and wellness and um, uh, self-care in the planner, which is like, I mean, everybody needs to focus on that if you like trying to focus on entrepreneurship, yeah. corporate America, all that stuff. Yeah. So it's a really great company. And then we have D-Lo, which is the up-and-coming um, host and comedian who has like now worked with Amanda Seals. She's been at um, Essence Fest. Um, so she's doing some great things coming out of Detroit. Mm-hmm. And also Jamila Jackson, who is the founder of um, the, Nomadic, um, the, the Nomadic Blogger. And um, she's doing great things, too. She's worked for the city of Detroit. She works um, in their stories department. Um, and she works with D-Lo as well. Um, and she does PR as well. Mm-hmm. So she's definitely, like, well-connected in the city. She helped with, most recently, the, the NAG, NABJ conference that came here. So, like, she does a, a lot of great things. So I'm just really excited for people to hear their stories and how they, you know, navigated to get to where they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to be inspired by some of their stories and some of the things that they, they have went through. Awesome, awesome. Well, I want to ask, being that you guys are entrepreneurs, are Mm -hmm. there, like, any tips, any 
maybe do's and don'ts that you might want to pass along for our listeners? Or, I got know. one. Okay. okay. <laughs> Don't not do it and just do it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Period. That. Yeah. Honestly, you don't want to elaborate. Yeah. That's just it's a it. lot of people I know that's like just waiting around. Like, man, I gotta have this in line before I do this right. and this and that. Like, granted, some does have to be in a, in a yes. rush. Yeah. Yes, granted. Yeah. yeah. However, mm-hmm. all them duckies do not have to be in a row and swimming. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Just I'm a risk taker. I probably then mm-hmm. took the most risk. Yeah. Anybody I probably know. Yeah. You know, legally and all that. Legally only. And, hey, you learn from your, your failures. You learn their yeah. lessons. Yeah. You learn how to navigate through those and make better decisions and keep it moving because in the day, you're still alive. Yeah. So keep doing it, hmm. you know, until you get to that level that you want to be at. Yeah. yeah. And even if you get there, you're probably going to want to keep going. So yeah. just keep it pushing, keep it pushing. Mm-hmm. Never give up. <laughs> what about you, Aisha? Um, to piggyback off of what, what you said, like, in terms of start with what you have now, like, literally. Because sometimes you really don't know what you need until you start. Like, once you start a business, then you're like, oh, I need to do this, actually, and I need this, and I need this. But you wouldn't know that if you started. You just think you need these tools that you have in front of you. Mm -hmm. But then once you start, you realize what you need in order to make your business successful. You're not going to know all that if you're just, if you don't start at all. Um, Yeah, you just won't know from experience. And, yeah, I agree. You have to start somewhere. You're not going to have everything that you need to, like, run your business. Like I said earlier, um, when it comes to like running a business, I think you should start by working for somebody else first, like mm-hmm. or just you know just start by working for somebody else. Like the things that I've learned in corporate America, although it has nothing to do with what I'm doing, mm-hmm. I still learned how to interact with people mm-hmm. and things like that, and that teaches me how I want to bring people into my business if they're working under me and things mm-hmm. like that. So, um, and just little things like I just think that it's important to get that experience before you start your own business, even if it's not corporate America. Like if it's in your industry, working at another hair line if you you know working in food or whatever like I think you should work for somebody else before you start your own business mm-hmm. um and just don't give up because it's not gonna be easy you're not gonna make you know the the, you know, the dollar amount that you wanted yeah. the, the first yeah. the first yeah. year well, that you started so you Never have to ever. keep um you have to keep going there are times when I'm just like you know what I'm <laughs> already working a job you know no, so I don't need why yeah. I don't need to I don't I'm need to it. sit up here and do this honestly <laughs> but real. Um, but what keeps me going is just like you're not gonna get where you want to go if you quit today. Mm-hmm. So you might as well just keep going. True. Remember, guys, student first. Yes. Yep. Teacher second. Yes. Exactly. Indeed. I like that. Period. Indeed. T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I do need that on a t-shirt. T-shirt. <laughs> we came up with a couple, couple t-shirts. of t-shirts on here. <laughs> couple boy. t-shirts. Nah. Had to rewind. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, dang. This whole segment was supposed to say <laughs> player or not player. What's player and what's not player? Yes. So mm-hmm. what's not player is not being is is not working for somebody else first. What's player is working for somebody else and then starting your own business. Okay. Hmm. Good takeaway. What about you, T? Um I wasn't ready to go next. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can keep going. Um <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, what's player in terms of like um in terms of like starting a business or being a young professional, I think in order for us to like be successful, mm-hmm. Detroiters is more businesses coming here and like making a stake in the city. If that's what you know, if that's what they think will help them, like I guess makes it be successful. Was not players like us not having opportunities here? Okay, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. <laughs> was player go? <laughs> was player is understanding that you or your service or whatever you are doing is a business first. Um, What's not player is ignoring that fact. And, you know what I'm saying, Uh, making it harder on you in the long run by, like, you know what I'm saying, providing them terrible experiences to people that might still stay with you in the long run. Um, What's also player is uh, giving back. I think you should give back whatever field or whatever uh, venture, business, whatever you want to call it. Uh, find somebody younger than you that's doing it too and give back. 
Um, what wouldn't be player about that is not giving back, period. <laughs> I just feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what else? You know what I'm saying? You could be doing something else with it, so why not give it to the kids? Children are future. That's what they are. You see these little motherfuckers coming up nowadays? I'm fucking scared. <laughs> if this how our parents was when we was, you know what I'm saying? I feel it now. I understand. Nah, they, I understand. They are a different breed. If this is the kind of shit that my mom used to warn me about, <laughs> we in trouble. I'm telling y'all. We in real big trouble. I know I'm in trouble. Okay. Okay. I I'm telling you. All right, so rerun, run back the the uh, info for the uh, oh the for the live podcast, podcast. one more yes. again, yeah, yeah. and bullet points. Mm-hmm. Yes, first bullet. Am I the only one? Um, live podcast Detroit. Second bullet. It is taking place on September eighth, Saturday, September eighth, from two to six p.m. at our Detroit Vodka, which is Southwest Detroit. Third bullet is the tickets are $10, and you can get them at amitheonlyone.org. We have a great lineup, Brittany Adams, Jamila Jackson, D'Lo Brown. We'll be talking about all the things that we talk about on our podcast and our blog and more with these um, amazing um, movers and shakers in the city. They're doing some great things you don't want to miss out. Um, fourth bullet is that the ticket includes appetizers as well as our um, gift bags with our sponsor items. They got food and gifts, y'all. Exactly. That's all you need for $10. <laughs> I'm I mean, saying black people, they got you food and gifts. Think about ten dollars. <laughs> you can you give Apple Music your ten dollars every month. Oh. You can give ten dollars to somebody in that's the city. Yep. You know, <laughs> she said, she said it. <laughs> that's doing great things. So you don't even think about that ten dollars. Just go ahead and invest in yourself because you're gonna get some gems out of this event. I know it. Our first event, no, our most recent event in Detroit sold out. So um, just make sure you get your tickets early because once they go, they go. We only got limited space in this in this venue. So I would love to see everybody there and we are going to have a great time. So is I am. Am I the only one, the number one, dot org. A-M-I-T-H-E, only O-N-L-Y, the number one, dot org. And the tickets are right on the first page on um in the tab. Yes, on the tab, right, right. At the top of the page, as soon as you get to our homepage, you can find the tickets there. So, yeah, just make sure you guys are there. Yeah. Pull up. Pull up. <laughs> yep. You got anything you want to add, Teach? Um, get out of here. You know, just keep your shit together, guys. I know it gets <laughs> tough. <laughs> I know it gets rough and tough, you know, but, you know, you'll be okay. You'll be okay. What did uh, Pop say? Um, damn, what did he say? Okay. <laughs> I knew half of it. Oh, you win some. <laughs> And you lose some, <laughs> but, but you win to fight another day. Mm-hmm. And we out of here. That's Everyday Ish Podcast. Y'all be easy. Peace and her grease. <laughs>